Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of the day's message is this. It is rarely convenient to do this. It is rarely convenient to do this. Hey, before I get into that, I wanted to share with you that my wife, Wendy, and I, we spoke at Bethel Church in Redding, California this past Sunday night, January 30th. If you want to be encouraged and you want to have Wendy speak into your life, I speak as well. But boy, you uh, anytime Wendy ministers, it's so good. You can go to Bethel Church YouTube channel, and you can watch that message. All right, here's the thing. I say at the end of every podcast that for most people listening, today's just not a good day to be radically joyful. Either we're battling tiredness, we're frustrated over something, we're there's a dream that we want to get into, a prayer that we need answered. We're hearing negative news in the media. And I say, it's not convenient. It's not convenient. But I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And so I use the end of the message to just bring that truth. Somebody just talked to me this last week about how that part of the podcast, they like a lot. I like it too, because every time I talk about it, I say, that's right. And whatever level of joy I'm in, after I speak on that, it goes higher. Because I realize there's not a convenient time to be greatly joyful. There's also not a convenient time to radically renew our minds or to deepen a particular relationship or to seek God or to in just it never seems to be convenient to enjoy life or to write a book or to deal with a negative habit in our lives. Now, in, in the book of Acts, chapter 24, the apostle Paul's a prisoner. And he's sharing the gospel with Felix, which is a, he's a Roman procreator of Judea. <laughs> now here's what it says in verse 25 of Acts 24. Now as he, Paul, reasoned about righteousness, self-control, and the judgment to come, Felix was afraid and answered, Go away. For now, when I have a more convenient time, I will call for you. It was not convenient for Felix to engage in a potentially life-altering conversation, and I doubt if it ever became convenient. In reality, there is probably not going to be a convenient time to do the most important things that we need to do in life. Now, if something is convenient for us, it will fit in well with our needs, our activities, and our plans. It will involve little trouble or effort. <laughs> let's, let's laugh at that. Let, let me say it again. If something is convenient for us, 
It will fit in well with our needs, activities, and plans. It will involve little trouble or effort. Now, it's rarely convenient to do the important thing. I like to talk about managing our lives. Some would call it time management and the four quadrants of time management are the urgent and important, the urgent and non-important, the important and non-urgent, and then the non-important and non-urgent. Unsuccessful people live in the urgent and non-important time quadrant, while successful people live in the important and non-urgent time quadrant. Successful people find a way to put in their calendar that which is important, that which is important to their spiritual life, to their personal well-being, to their most important relationships in life, to their dreams and the giftings and callings that are on their life. They find a way to fit that into their schedule. It's called priorities. It's called intentionality. It's called proactivity. And that's really the battle in our lives to live, to live there. Now, I used to think, wow, I, I, I can't do the important things in my life because it's been a non-normal week. <laughs> it's a non-normal week. Then I found out pretty much every week is non-normal. I'm either more tired than I thought. I had unexpected things happen. I've had demands that I didn't realize. I've had frustrations that I wasn't expecting, etc. And I found out that, wow, I need to learn to thrive in non-normal weeks. I jokingly say, and I talk about this in my book, victorious mindsets that there's only two normal weeks a year, one in August and one in February. Hey, it's February when I'm recording this. All right. Woo. Yes. <laughs> and so as we think about that and we think about that, it's rarely convenient to do that which is really important in our lives. It's rarely convenient to be joyful. It's rarely convenient to radically renew our minds. It's rarely convenient to deepen that relationship. And so just the, the realization, and I don't know if you're like me, but I've had kind of a romantic um, view of that, that, yeah, just there's going to be someday where it's all going to line up and I'm going to be joyful. Yep. I'm going to not have any uncertainties. I'm all my relationships are going to be what I want them to be. I'm only hearing good news in the media. <laughs> I don't have any financial pressures. I agree with leaders who are over me and what they're doing. I am 100% happy with what people under me are doing, then I'll be joyful. You know, again, there's this romantic view and there's, romant there's ro this romantic view that, hey, there's going to come a time 
where I'm going to be able to radically renew my mind and it's just going to be convenient. It's going to be easy. There's not going to be any obstacles. Listen, I've found this out that I'm going to need to make a quality decision. I'm going to need to figure out how to make it happen now, how to make it happen when it's not convenient. And I'm talking to people right now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're a person who is wanting to grow. You're a person who's wanting to get better beliefs. You're a person who wants to go to the next level in their lives of connection with God and influence with others, or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So I'm talking to the right people. You have already found keys in your life to stir up your joy. You found keys to to think at a higher level. But I want to tell you today that that there's even going to be a greater a greater grace on you to break out of the pack, to break out of excuses to break out of passivity, to break out of average. It's happening. As I think about this, and I think about what are are some keys to increase the likelihood of us actually growing and advancing and seeing change in our life? Well, one of them is just to reflect is we take time to reflect and consider and reflect in a healthy way. Reflection is not just reflecting on what we're doing wrong. The the most important reflection is what we're doing right and what we need to grow in and what what we are growing in. And certainly healthy reflection, once that's included, will also include areas where we want to address areas, uh, whether it's in our beliefs and our joy and hope and that, or or habits uh, of our lives. So we reflect. Uh, we value small steps. We figure out, okay, where do I want to grow? What are the small steps that is going to increase the likelihood? What's going to be the biggest thing that I can do? Now, that's a great question to ask the Lord, asking him for wisdom, saying, what is it that's going to increase the likelihood of breakthrough in this relationship that I want breakthrough in. What is it, Lord? What's a key small step that's going to increase the likelihood of financial breakthrough or or walking in joy or or breaking this negative habit? What small steps? Then get help. Get help as needed. Include people. Find somebody. Find somebody to share with and say, hey, I believe I'm supposed to change in this area. I, I, I believe that these are, the, these are the steps that I believe I'm to take. I just need someone to walk with. I need someone to pray with me about. I need someone to, to, to have some healthy accountability with. And then I've already said it, realize that there's few normal weeks and just begin to break off the lie that you can't do it because you're a victim of your circumstances, and then run past fear and seize moments. Felix was afraid, and he, you know, he is afraid because growth and change and opening up to to the bigger things that God has means that we're going to 
take the risk of letting go <laughs> of old securities, old ways of doing things. Wow, wow, wow. It's rarely convenient to do this. It's rarely convenient to grow and change. But I am believing for you and for me that even this podcast has such a grace on it that something is happening right now to you that's going to be incredible, that's going to break off what Felix said in a more convenient season. I will call for you. Wow, wow, wow. Igniting Hope Ministries here. We're to ignite your hope. That's our mission. That's our mandate. There's no hopeless circumstances. There's just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. You know, I talked about hope and I, I shared the four priorities, why four reasons that hope is to be a priority in our life. Number one, this is in the message at Bethel Church last Sunday night. Number one is that our hope level is the indicator uh, of whether we're believing lies or truth. Number two, our hope level determines our influence level. He who has the most hope has the most influence. Number three, hope is what makes our faith healthy. Faith without hope is unhealthy. And then number four is that hope is the gateway into the joy of the Lord. Wow. And then remember, too, the joy of the Lord is your strength. I don't need strength at the end of the battle. I need strength in the middle of the battle. And I've already shared on this, but I'll say it again. For most people listening, today is just not a good day to walk in radical joy. One of the most powerful questions we can ever ask in our lives is, why am I not radically joyful now? And I know there's seasons of mourning. There's seasons we weep with those who weep. But if it's a lifestyle, then we need to ask the question, why am I not radically joyful? Because when we ask God that question, and we let Holy Spirit bring grace into our life and bring refreshing and empowerment to deal with the reasons why we're not joyful. It'll upgrade our theology. It'll upgrade our identity. It'll upgrade so many things within our lives. Hey, if you like these podcasts from Igniting Hope, why don't you tell somebody else about them? Going to be doing some traveling here in the next five, six weeks. Going to be uh, in Denver, Colorado. Going to be near Columbus, Ohio. Going to be in Valparaiso, Indiana. Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, going to be in Bristol, Indiana. Going to be doing a Midwest tour at the end of February and March. You can find out where we're going either on our newsletter that comes out every Monday through Igniting Hope. You can sign up for that at ignitinghope.com. You can go to our website, ignitinghope.com, and look at our itinerary there. And just remember, too, we're right in the middle of our 40 Days of Hope. If you want an infusion of hope, my new book, Igniting Hope in 40 Days, is available on our ignitinghopeacademy.com platform, 40 Days of Hope. Get a download of the book plus a video every day and declarations. Some of you are doing that right now. We've heard great reports about that. And then the one final thing I want to do, I want to share is that 
April 29th and 30th here in Redding, California. Wendy and I are going to be doing at Hillside Church the Abounding Hope and Joy Conference here in Redding, California. Some of you, that might be a good idea just to fly in and participate, go to extend your stay, go to Bethel Church, visit. It's a great place here at Redding, California, April 29th and 30th. Abounding Hope and Joy Conference. You can find out about that at, on our Igniting Hope Academy platform or just uh, it's going to be announced here on our Facebook, Igniting Hope, Instagram, Igniting Hope as well. Hey, I've been doing this on frequently in our on our podcast, modeling the power of attaching faith to small things that we do. And I've asked you to pray five seconds for Igniting Hope. You don't need to do a lot to have a big difference. And we love the encouragement. We love your prayers. We love you standing in faith with us. We believe Igniting Hope is in the best season and the most important season of our lives. So just take five seconds right now and pray the prayer of faith for Wendy and I and our team and the ministry of Igniting Hope. Wow. Amen. Amen. And if you want to sow financially into Igniting Hope and help us fulfill our vision to bring hope breakthrough around the world, you can go to ignitinghope.com and find the donate button. And that would be such a blessing to us. All right. Look forward to being with you again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. God bless you. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.